Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. Today, in interview style, we talk openly about female bisexuality. Brian and Monica interview me and a prior female guest all about our bisexual lifestyle. We cover when and how we discovered it. How did we share it? Or did we? How accepted is bisexuality today? How much is it still not accepted? What's changed over time? We also talk myths and perceptions. How does attraction to both genders work? Is there a preference? What do we gravitate towards sex with each gender for? This episode is a good blend of heart, humor, and sexiness in this deeply open and personal discussion. Today, we decided we are going to talk about bisexuality. Hey! Uh, It's me, Tess, (laughs) and Brian, and Monica. Hello! We have Rachel with us today, and you might remember Rachel from our Dick for a Day episode. Rachel is my girl. And I didn't, I don't think I said that last time. So we definitely know a little something about bisexuality. So she's going to help me tackle this topic and Brian and Monica's questions. Hi, What's Rachel. Up? Good to have Thanks. you back. Glad to Thank be you, back. Rachel, for coming back. Yeah. Thank you for tackling this topic with me. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yeah, this is a good, one. a good one. So right away, I just have a really quick question. When you say my girl, what exactly do you mean by that? As you know, I'm married and I have a husband and I'm in an open relationship and I'm a bisexual woman. And in the last uh, several months, me and Rachel have been getting to know each other better. But we've pretty much been a, a would you say, Rachel, an item since the start? That's what we're calling it? I'm no, just... a relationship. <laughs> You're an item. A relationship? I just mean that, like, we didn't really have a, a short getting to know you period. You hit it's it like, off right away? We hit it off right away. It's like instant chemistry? Instant chemistry. Oh, we didn't know what what it was that night, did we? Tess has game. That's all I know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, do, I do not have game. She's got a hot husband, hot girlfriend. She's got game. <laughs> she does. Look at her. She She's does. blushing. This is great. Uh-huh. I thought that this would be more set up like an interview. Like we're interviewing you two. How does that sound? Yeah, no, I think it sounds good. And, and I think that the whole point of this episode is to just talk a little bit more about bisexuality. And of course, it's only from a female perspective because we don't have any bisexual males here. But, you know, maybe it will help any listeners that have a similar story or questions or, you know, anything they don't know about their own feelings about the subject. Maybe it'll help somebody, but minimum an interesting conversation. Hopefully it will promote understanding for people who aren't bisexual, but that too. That's right. So Monica, you had some really great questions. Why don't you just start us off? Okay. I just wanted to ask, when did you first realize that you could be bisexual? And was it difficult for you to accept that? I started realizing that I could be in my late 20s. It was kind of late for me. And I I used to look at women and I used to admire them. And I used to think that I was admiring them because maybe I liked the clothes they were wearing. Or I think they, I thought like, I wish my hair looked that good. Or I wish this, or I wish that. I thought I was just like envying them. I didn't recognize it as bisexuality or attraction to women at first. I actually had... Um, separated from my baby daddy. And I was hanging out with a different kind of friends because he got the friend group out of the breakup. And there was one girl in particular that we kind of like hit it off and we were actually a lot closer than most. And she just seemed more real, more down to earth, more like me. And she kind of was like the outcast of the group, but she really wasn't like everybody liked her. The closer that we got and the more and more we got to know each other, I started developing feelings and it was kind of like shocking to me because I'd only been with guys my whole entire life. 
And then I met her and I remember I was like, wow, this is weird. This is what I would normally feel for a guy. And I was feeling it for a female. For me, it wasn't about feelings first. It was just about physical that's interesting. I don't want to offend anybody because I'm just like, I'm just a straight dude. I'm just going to ask the questions as they popped up in my head. Don't worry. We won't be offended. We'll just not answer anything we don't want to. Thank you. So in response to that, like with all of the labels out there today, how did you land on bisexual and like not on gay or polyamory? Like- well, A, off the bat, I don't like labels, but the label that is, you know, on my title would be bisexual because I find men and women both attractive. And I've obviously been sexually active with both. And so Mm -hmm. that is what I'm sticking to. Okay. I was dating my husband when I had these thoughts. And I had been with men all my life. And I always thought that bisexual just meant that you were attracted to the same gender and the opposite gender, that you were attracted to both. I didn't realize that as a bisexual woman, I could have romantic feelings for a woman. I didn't discover that for years later. I call myself bi because I I like both men and women. And I learned later in life, it started out by being sexually attracted to both genders. And then later in life, I realized that I was capable of loving both genders and that it became about the person and not the gender for me. That's awesome. How did you go about to start exploring your bisexuality? Before we jump into that, you asked if it was difficult for us to oh, accept. Yes. And I didn't answer that. I don't think we answered that. Um, in the beginning, it, it wasn't difficult because I wasn't even sure if I was. I was just like, but it kept nagging at me. So I had the conversation with my husband. We were dating. And then it wasn't until five years later when we were married that that we made the decision together for me to explore it. So it wasn't difficult for me because it was just like, a, oh, cool. Now I know. Like once I explored it, now I know. What about you, Rachel? Um, I think I struggled. I struggled a lot wondering why I was feeling the way I was feeling and what I was going through and, you know, all the other political things of like, is this going to be accepted? How's my family going to react? I had kids at the time. So it's like, how is that going to affect them if I were to pursue something like this? There was a lot of things that came into play. Now Um, that you're mentioning it, that all came into play with me later, but not discovering it about myself. But you're right. But a lot of that comes into play. It's like, how is this going to be like accepted if I'm with a girl and I'm in public and what's, you know, I think back when like I actually entertained the idea, it was not so popular to be bisexual or gay or, you know. How many years ago was it, Rachel? It's been about 12 years. So that's a good point to something else I was going to ask. I was going to ask, do you think that this is something like, you know, everybody says, were you born this way? Did it morph from something else? It sounds like you guys morphed into this. It doesn't sound like something like you woke up, like, you know, when you were six years old and you were playing with dolls and said, oh, I just like women, right? This is something that you kind of morphed into. I can honestly believe that I think like along with my maturity and being able to like set my ego aside and looking at people for who they are and not what they are was a huge thing for me. And it got easier as time went on, but in the beginning it was still difficult. But yes, I would think it's something that I've grown into. Once you knew that you were bisexual, do you sometimes look back at your childhood and realize like, I probably was, I probably had that back, you know, those feelings back then. I just suppressed them. I think in a sense, like I've always found women attractive, like Brian, Mm -hmm. Brian and Dee could probably agree with me on this. Like they're better (laughs) to look at naked than anything. So (laughs) even clothed, trust me. (laughs) But um, I don't know if it was something suppressed, but at least I felt comfortable enough saying like, oh God, she's really pretty or look at her, look at the ass on that or whatever without feeling embarrassed or like I shouldn't have said anything. 
I mean, I see dudes out there and I say, look at the ass on him, but I don't want to fuck it. I think it comes with confidence as well. Like Mm -hmm. when you're confident with who you are, it's easy to be able to compliment other people. Yeah, I agree 100%. I am very secure in all that. So this is is such a great topic tonight. I am learning so much just already in the first few minutes. And I love like, like Tess is my cousin, right? We've known each other forever. And the person she is now is like, I, I just really love this person. I love huh. like the openness and the willingness to share. And I watch her grow every day. And it's just beautiful. And this is amazing. So thank you, Tess. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. And I love you. I love you too. I, I don't think that bisexuality for me was learned. But by the same token, I didn't tap into it until later for sure. It was like 32 years ago now or something like that. It was a long time ago. We're old. Um, we're old. Yeah. But I didn't act on it for many, many years. So I, it's like, I don't really believe that it was a choice. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ever even around a gay or lesbian couple until my teen, like late, later teens years. I didn't even, like, it wasn't even an option. You don't okay. think of it as an option when you're young and especially when you're younger and, you know, years before now. These, this day and age is a little bit mm-hmm. different, but I don't, that's kind of a difficult thing to answer because it's like, I don't believe that I was, I believe that I was born with it, but I didn't know it six years old. I understand. That makes sense. Absolutely understand. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't choose it. Because she feels the same way. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't choose to like women. I just did. I remember when I was like going through this and I remember somebody made a comment at one time, somebody that was like close friends with our family. And her answer to me was, oh, kind of like, oh, you're fucked up because you have daddy issues. Or you have mommy issues. Oh. That's probably why you gravitate towards the same sex. Hmm. I don't know. Because most of the women I know with daddy issues gravitate towards the D. So <laughs> Exactly. Like creepy men. But I just found it, I found it interesting that mm-hmm. they gear it towards it being like wrong with you. there's something wrong yeah. with you. That it must be like, oh, you didn't get the attention you needed from it's one terrible. of your parents. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of kids that I know, especially working at a school. Their parents are... Married, as straight as straight can be, and the kids just, they are the way that they are. Yep. And they their parents treat them well, and they'll even tell you, I got really great parents. My parents are amazing. In the end, whether it is genetic or whether it is something you choose, it's okay either way. It's your body. You can do whatever the heck you want with it, right? Well, just I think it just makes it easier mm-hmm. knowing that your family is supportive about the whole thing. Yeah. That's a great thing that they, these kids nowadays have parents that are supportive yeah. of it. Yeah. Not all, but yeah, more than right. ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, Monica, fire well, another I guess one since there. we're talking about families, I'll just skip to the one where I had, well, how was it when you came out to your families? Are there people that you still haven't come out to, uh, you know, that are in your inner circle or supposedly family? I didn't come out to my family. Like my sister knew years ago because she is the same way, and she came. She came out. Uh, she was very comfortable coming out. But well, I she didn't came talk out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's my sister. She lives out loud, <laughs> but um, and I admire her for that. But um, I didn't tell my dad until like two and a half years ago. So that's a lot of years bisexual and secret. Um, we're just telling my husband's family now. Um, but there are people that I still don't tell because I just know that I know what reaction I can guess at what reaction I'll get. And I just don't want to deal with it. So I think, 
you know, for the most part, like, obviously this is a podcast that's live, it's public, but I know certain people don't know about it, aren't going to listen to it. Um, going forward, I promised myself that I wouldn't live in the dark anymore. Anybody knew that I meet, I'm a hundred percent authentically myself, but there are still people from the past that I think, is it really worth it to bring it up? I get it. My family was kind of confused. Didn't understand. My aunt who's already, my aunt who is bisexual herself was like, thank God there's another one in the family. Didn't feel so in the dark. Um, was a little bit more accepting. And I think as time went along and they realized that like, this wasn't like something that I just randomly was doing for like shits and giggles. They were like, okay, she's actually really serious about this. And then when I actually had like a girlfriend, they were like, whoa, okay, yeah, it really is real. So, you know, my brother now thinks does it, it's... Does it seem crazy? Does it seem crazy like knowing what we know now and knowing how you feel that you don't have people supporting you in a sense where love is love regardless of who it's with? Like, who cares who you love? Like, people needing to judge that is just the strangest thing in the world to me. So it's like, like my niece is gay, you know, it's a fact. And... Like, who she loves is who she loves. And we're just so happy to see her happy. Okay? It's like, it's just strange that you have, like, you don't have the support. Like, not, I'm saying, I'm just saying you in general. You don't have the support of friends and family. Say, look, you know, I love you for who you are. What your choices are are your choices. I respect your choices. And love is love. If you're being treated with respect and kindness, people should be happy for that. It just seems strange to me. It's people putting away the, what they think is the normal paradigm of what, the American family is what love supposed to look mm -hmm. like, how you're supposed to, what you're supposed to do. I think. Well, do you feel like we're just kind of getting away from that at this point now? Cause you know, this was like our parents, right? Our parents were very stone age. Nowadays, you know, your kids will be different than we were, right? Their kids are going to be completely different than we were. So maybe this will all kind of disappear in the future. I hope so. Um, I hope so. Yeah. We gotta stop and think. We've been programmed at such a young age that what was right and what was wrong. We've lived such like a black and white life that we didn't, you know, we didn't have options. It's like we just were told this is this is what looks good to other people. Like don't don't shun right. our family, don't shame our family. This is what you're supposed to look like. Very true. You know, when we were growing up, we would they our parents would always tell us like when you marry your husband, you know, for females when you marry your husband. Or for Brian, when you marry your wife, so it was almost like trying to tell us like, oh, you're supposed to go to a girl, to a boy. But mm -hmm. I will say that nowadays, you know, the parents like our generation are learning, at least most of our generation, not everybody, uh, to tell your kids whomever you marry, you know, right. you know, not girl, not boy. I always say that to my boys, whatever partner you have in the future, this and this and that, I don't make an assumption anymore that it'll be male. Or female. It's up to them to decide what they want. So I think more parents are learning that we hope, right? You know, percentage is going to get higher as time passes by and then eventually it will become the norm. Won't be taboo. It was a little difficult, the whole idea of telling my family as well, because I wasn't just telling them about my sexuality. I was telling them about an open marriage situation, which a lot of people still judge mm -hmm. harshly. I, it's shocking. Um, how much? Because there's some people that believe even if he's okay with it or I'm okay with it, that it's cheating. It's There's just right. a real, um, there's still a big thing around that with certain people. In fact, when we first discovered it, um, we went, came out, started coming out and went right back in the closet because of people's opinions about that. So it's well, not just your sexuality. It's also your practices. 
Mm-hmm. Marital I'll, practices. I'll, I'll stand in that closet with you. you. You've got me in your closet with you. I'll hang out with you. <laughs> but it's even funny. You're I think well, do... I'm kind of getting out of it again now. Yeah, we don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> well, back then, my husband said, if they don't fucking like us for it, they're not really our friends. True. Agree. Very true. He felt that way 15 years ago. I didn't feel that way 15 years ago. So it took me 15, I think about 15 years to say, fuck that. I'm 50 now. I'm not going to live in my life in secret anymore. So. Okay. I have a question for you. It's a little bit, you know, on the kind of like, uh, it's a different side of it, but like, do you prefer like the gentleness? Like, let me ask you this question. Is the mood different? different. Yeah. When you're with the man and the woman, right? Uh, like you feel, do you feel hotter with the female than the man? Rachel, Brian. don't get all embarrassed. <laughs> here. Brian you, just wants the details. Yeah. I want details. <laughs> I'm a guy. There's no embarrassment. I'm here, at it is I'm a here asking questions thing. about the psychoanalysis and the emotional <laughs> state about this. And Brian's like. Yeah, because Monica, you're making me feel somber me about details. this. Thing. So my point is, does one of like at being with the guy, being with the woman, like is one of like, do you say wake up today and you just like, you go through your day and you're like, I just need this guy <laughs> to fuck me. Or I just want this woman to just grab me. Like, what's the difference? I don't think it matters the gender when you come to like what you want to get out of the sex. Like I, a woman can fuck you what much harder than a man. Ooh, it just depends just on like the woman and it depends on the connection. <laughs> no, it's it it's uh it depends on the connection with the person. Like I don't think like the type of sex you want is where you go to the gender. I think like whether you want it hard or soft or whatever. I think both genders can be tender. I think both genders can be uh, rougher. I think it's really about what I mean, what you're attracted to, and who you're attracted to in the okay. moment. Rachel, like, like for you, like, which which do you lean towards? Like, you like that like huskiness of a man, like that, or or is it the female thing? Like, uh, there's got to be a little bit. I can't believe it's just fifty fifty. Um, I think sometimes when it comes to, you know, same genitalia. Mm-hmm. I think women tend to be a little bit, I'm going off of my own experience. Okay. Yes. I know that it's still difficult, um, but I think women are a little bit more attentive when it's down there because they kind of already know what they want and what they're looking for. Um, I know all bodies are, you know, different and how we respond are different. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, yes, I, I you know, um, there, I would agree with Tess that you're not going to one or the other for, you know, either to be like rougher, more passionate, whatever. I think that you can get that from either sex. But if you go, if Brian wants a comparison. <laughs> well, let me make it clear first. I don't want you guys to, to ruin this for all the guys out there. Because you, you girls are better at everything. It doesn't matter if it's sex or not. So, like, please don't take our girlfriends away from us, okay? But the fact <laughs> I'm just looking for your we perspective. We can't replace what men give us with women. We cannot. <laughs> well, you replace can if you just strap it on and plastic no, it up. No, you really can't. It's not. Well, the that same. was my my it's next question. Do you guys do you guys think there will ever come a point where you don't like men anymore? Like no, you're no. Just gonna try. Okay, never. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. What you like in a man and what you like in a woman are totally different. And the, the okay. thing is, is like men, like they just have to. There's just things you love about both that are different. And the thing is, is um. Uh, one of the things I noticed in having sex with men and women is with women, it's a much longer experience because men, they tap out. And when they're done, they're done. 
like when they're done, they you lose their. We talked about this in a past episode. When a guy ejaculates, his sex life, his sexual desire is gone. With Monica, women, I, well, for, Tess, I, I was kind of hoping people would forget about all that from the last episode. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, like if I want to have true. a sexual experience that's going to go on and on and on and on, like for instance, I had sex with a woman one time and the sex was done and we were just kind of laying there and we were caressing each other until we wanted sex again. Now that can happen with a man too. But I'm just yeah, saying, down like, that road. yeah, I mean, it definitely can happen with a man, but I'm just saying like women, it just can go on and on and on because the desire doesn't fade in the moment. This is why Tess has options. Oh. <laughs> if she wants it to go on, she comes to me. If she, <laughs> she... <laughs> I love this. <laughs> sorry, Tim. <laughs> sorry, not Sorry. <laughs> All right, Monica, go ahead. Fire. No, I, I'm sorry. I just needed to, like, you know, Monica, no. you were very, you were dare, definitely being very analytical. And I like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm learning, but I want to throw them both in. Throw them both I in. The, I want the dirt. People out there want to know. So, okay. Do you feel that it's easier for you to explore and satisfy a woman because you have a vagina of your own? No. It's even a mystery to you guys. Sometimes. Okay. Really? So, I don't know. Rachel, what do you think? That's, that's I, such good news. I, I think it's harder. Do you think it's harder? I think it's harder to satisfy a woman than a man. I don't care if I have the same equipment. Every woman is different. And I this think men you are so easy to satisfy. They're so yeah, fucking like easy to satisfy. it's like one motion, right? Yeah. yeah. You have to get to know a woman's body. <laughs> so true, Monica. It's really true. You got to get to know a, ma- a woman's body. You do not have to get to know a man's body to bring him pleasure. So, yeah, that's my opinion. But, you know, you also have to know your head, right? You, you know, you, you even said yourself, Tess, right? You are mental. And I don't mean mental like that. I just meant like your whole sensuality is built off your mental state. Yes, you yes, know. yes. Sexual being sexual starts in the for brain the record. For women, uh, yeah. Rachel just threw up her fingers like just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Because we know how it feels, we have an advantage over men when it comes to women's bodies. I totally think we do. Thank you. I was going to throw that in there, but go ahead. You, you did it. You did it. You said it. Yeah, we do have an advantage, but I still think men are. It's easier. To satisfy men. It is easier. Well, because I have the equipment, and I think that if, if I were gay or if I like that, I don't know if I could give a proper BJ. Look at I'm D's sorry. D's face. D's face. You know? I'm watching D's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm D, right? I mean, let's face it, right? You, we don't know. We have our own equipment. We know how we like He's like, don't bring me into this. I'm bringing you into this, buddy. <laughs> I, you I like up that. I'd give him a great blowjob. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough that's fair he's all this one time in prison <laughs> <laughs> no it was, a, it was it was totally a band camp totally no 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 totally wait, no, wait, dude. no d went to catholic school we heard the story about the about the teacher <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> all right Monica, so you're saying ahead. you couldn't wait a minute wait. Brian. let's go back to that you're saying that you couldn't give a blowjob even though you know what no, 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 no. First of all, I like? wouldn't give a blowjob. Well, like he <laughs> well, said, I mean, unless I had that, it, unless I had that winning, winning lottery, lottery ticket, ticket that's winning right. lottery ticket. Okay, but this is a world of pretend. Like if, if, yeah, you were I don't bisexual, know. I don't know if I'd if feel confident about it. I don't know because, like, I do have the, my the equipment. I don't know if I'd feel confident enough to be doing it. Am I too teethy? Am I too, too like? Teethy. Am I not going deep enough? I don't know. Am I not using the hand tight enough? There's a lot of pressure there. Okay, so that's not much different with women being with women right you know what you're supposed to do but you have to learn like like anything we we were we were female sex virgins too you know what i mean let's put it this way i tend to try what i know i like 
and you just kind of wait for body response. Yes, you wait, you try things and listen. That was always my that was always <laughs> so my thing right. with guys too. You try things Slate and listen. Slate moan, keep going. <laughs> Silence, try something new. Is that the Okay, so it's no difference than regular heterosexual sex. We're going to read <laughs> we're going to redirect the tongue to the left. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which really letter of the alphabet to, is the best? It's really important to speak up. <laughs> Brian, I I have never thought of the well, alphabet. Well, Brian, while going you, you down would on know something about this too because You've with all the different females you've been and that you've had to give oral sex to, it's you always have to ask you always have to ask them what do you like? Absolutely. How do you You're like 100% it? hundred percent correct. Yes, so it Monica, would be the same for, for them, that. yeah. But I don't have the equipment. So like no, if but, I knew if I But I'm making the point that everybody's different. So they're sure, that's what I'm saying. They're like saying. If, if it's I a starting advantage, I would agree. Mm-hmm. It's a starting advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Talking's definitely communicating's definitely a huge thing during the yeah. process. That's true. It's it's yep. a big thing. Do you put yeah. on different music for different sexes? Like, do you listen to something with with your man, and then something different with your with your woman? Like, they put on smooth jazz with your man, and like, you know, eighties. She she listens something. to heavy metal with Tim, and then she pulls on <laughs> she puts on some, you know. I thought she listened. She put on Mar- Fleetwood Mac Marvin with Gay? Tim. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. <laughs> I don't even make time for music all the time, but um, you know, it depends on the mood more than the gender. I have to say. I'll be honest with you. I don't put music on with lyrics because I start to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> I'm getting distracted. I'm like, oh, I like this. Oh, I like this. Wait, 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 wait. What are you drinking? What's going Tequila? on? Tequila. What are you drinking? Tequila. Oh my goodness. She's drinking tequila. Nobody offered me tequila. I didn't. (laughs) No one offered. I asked. No one's offering. Well, we know one thing the same gender don't do. Offer stuff. Tim! (laughs) Tess wants tequila. (laughs) I heard him say, I'm bringing it. (laughs) Tim, we need to bring it harder. And I need a refill. I don't don't need tequila to do this. Tell him to cancel that order. I don't need it. I just had a rough day. Just just, have a sip. I'm trying to find another one out there. Oh, you don't have one, Brian? Oh, no, I, I got like some. I've been asking all the questions. Go ahead, oh, no, you no, ask no, that's one. Fine. Right, let me ask you this question. When you guys are out in public, do you find it a little bit odd to hold hands and hang out? Do you feel uncomfortable? Or do you keep separated? Do you say, like, oh, let's just kind of keep separate? Like, you know, when you're with your guy, you walk in there, not a problem in the world. When you're with your girl, is it a little different? It, it, for me, it depended on wh- whether I was coming out or not. When I was in secret, then, yeah, it was really odd. But No, I mean right now. You and Rachel go out. Will you guys go out to dinner? You holding hands? You hugging? You you know you at the table? I don't find it odd now. Okay, I made good. out with her at the bar the other night. I was just going to say that we made out in a in a restaurant bar the other day, right in the middle of Valencia. And when oh, we yeah. left, the two guys sitting at the end of the bar that they said, "Thanks for the entertainment this evening." <laughs> I just I saw are, big smiles. I definitely would have been that guy saying that, or I would have just kind of tried to smooch my way in there. Well, you know, you guys are willing to do it with each other. Well, I took Tess to meet one of my coworkers, and as we were sitting there, when we started making out, the guy of my coworker, like the guy she's talking to, looked over and he's all, uh, that's hot. And then she <laughs> turned and looked and she was all, yeah, that is hot. <laughs> and I was like, great. I got to tell you, though, when I see two dudes doing that, not so, not so attractive. Do not, you see not, that not a lot so... in bars? Excuse me? Do you see that a lot in bars? No, not the bars I go to. 
just going to say that. <laughs> what bars are you going to? Exactly. You what call I'm me joke saying. before I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying, like, if, even when I'm, I watch on TV, when I see guys going at it, you know, I'm not offended by it, but, but I'm definitely not turned on by it. I'm like, ooh, okay, yeah. No. I think um, I think it's, like, kind of widely known that a lot of, like, two women turns a wide variety of people on more than two men, but I've I've gotten to really appreciate two men. I really have. But it, I think it's more widely accepted that heterosexual people I enjoy it when enjoy I see any women. couple, like, kissing out of love. I love that. I think that's so romantic and that's what gets me like i don't care who it is if you if i could see that you're kissing each other and you look very in love i just love to look at that but that's i have to divert for a second monica did you see bros yet because you were excited when the trailer came out did you see it no i did not i haven't Uh seen any movies because of school Tess. i i haven't watched shows or anything all right well i i get it but it's worth it when you do see it oh really you You liked it it. it's it's really really good really okay okay i'm gonna make it worth it Okay. Did anybody sorry. watch that movie? No, I know. I digress for two seconds. Did anybody see that movie I recommended with the Ellen Page? No. Because I tell you, remind what, me was, of the title. Do you remember I, I the title? I don't know. I just remember. I just just great spanked vision. <laughs> it was just great to watch. You, you got good rewind scenes. I don't know. Just look up movies with Ellen Page. Elliot sorry. Page. Elliot Page. Sorry. Yes, Elliot Page. Um, my next question is about uh being in love with. Um, either sex. Have you ever been in love? And it's it's a multi-point question. Have you ever been in love at the same time with both a man and a woman, or a woman and a woman, or a man and a man at the same time, or more than two people at the same time? Not more than two for me. Yeah, not not more than two for me. But yeah, I mean, obviously, being an open marriage, I've had man and a woman at the same time. I've usually only had one at. The same one at the time, not two. One at a time. Yes, one at a time. Okay, so Rachel, you're basically involved with Tess. You don't have anybody on the side, which, like I said, I'm not trying to pry into your life, which private is probably what you guys discussed. Right away, Brian. So, like, so that, because that brings me to one of my questions, Monica. That's a great point because it it had a uh, point to what I wanted to ask too. Like, the trust factor has to be so great, but I'm sure that, like, you're not immune to seeing your partner with somebody else and becoming jealous. Right. I mean, this, if, I, if this has got, that's be a whole different thing. episode right there, Brian. No. Okay. Fair enough. It just I kinda, mean, we could talk about it if you want, but that's a bigger topic than by saying like jealousy is realistic, right? It's, it's a real thing. I don't care who you are and how much you think you are at this or that it's real. It's very real. So like if now Rachel is completely committed to, well, committed to you at this point right now, Tess, what if she found somebody else? I mean, this is something you'd have to, talk about right to extensively no we would have to deal with it because i'm i'm not 100 percent. i'm not monogamous so she doesn't have the she doesn't have to be monogamous that's i mean i'm not i have no leg to stand on asking her to be right so but obviously this is different than bisexual right i, I, I don't yeah this is this is open relationships yeah this is open relationship stuff, stuff like right? that yeah, I would just, mm-hmm. you know like i mean rachel do you feel jealous sometimes or are you just like, nope, I love them both. This is great. I love having them around. I love being part of the tripod. You know, like- tripod. <laughs> it depends. You know, like there's some things that have popped up that, you know, I can see that have brought jealousy into it, but I'm working through it. 
like, you know, being in an open relationship with two married people, like it's been a new thing for me. So it's kind of trial and error, figuring it out, having solutions. But in a sense, you know, jealousy usually doesn't really fall into my vocabulary. I've never really been a big jealous person. Um, I always think that like, hey, if you think the grass is greener, then go ahead. Um, Right. But the grass doesn't necessarily mean it's greener, right? It just, you know, you're bisexual. Like, I know somebody that's bisexual and they are in a committed relationship as well. Two guys, actually. And they basically have this rule where like, you know, if they go out and they see somebody, they just don't want to know about it. So they're on the opposite, right? They don't want the they don't want to, you know, you don't have to tell, you know, it's just, I'm happy with you. If you find somebody, cause they, they're two guys, right? Let's face it. Guys, I, I'm sure are, well, I can't speak for women, but we're different than you guys. We're built differently sexually, right? Was like, we joked around about this earlier episodes, right? We'd stick our, our dick in a knot hole, you know? So being a gay guy, I'm, I'm imagining the world is just completely out there for you. So they are of the understanding, like, you know, look, we're guys, I get it. You know, we've been together for 14, 15 years. Uh, but like, you know, if you go out there and you find somebody that just don't tell me about it. You know, like, what is it from your perspective? Is it a trust factor? Like you've got to tell each other about it or. I'm all about trans- transparency. I can't function without transparency. And I who knows? In a relationship, I, you know. Like we've talked about, you know, if I do find somebody or something, I, I technically it, I'm not looking at the moment, but we've talked about it. Um, not in depth or anything like that, but I stopped and think. You weren't look. You don't know. Like she, Tess doesn't know how she's going to feel until it happens, right? Well, you you weren't looking when we met each other. It can happen. It can happen anytime. Yeah, but what I'm if it definitely gets to the point where you guys are just so happy and so in love and so content. You just say, "Fuck this! I'm moving in with you guys, and I'm just this, this is my life." Is that a possibility? Sure. Isn't it? Rachel, isn't it? I'm moving down there. I can't wait to hang out with everybody. That's so cute. <laughs> That's that so cute. cute. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not easy. I mean, I imagine I, it's not. I've never in my entire life felt jealousy. And yeah, I've had to navigate that quite a bit. So, yeah, it's it's definitely not easy. What we're trying to do is not easy. My sister said a long time ago when I went to her for advice, um, on another relationship, my sister said to me, it's not for the faint of heart. Open relationships are not for the faint of heart. She's totally right about that. You have to be willing to do work on yourself. The only way they're possible is if you're constantly doing work on yourself. So if you want it, you got to work for it. I think too, it would probably be a shift in the dynamic because I'm so readily available or, you know, like I'm there for tests that I think that if all that attention got taken away and it was less than, I'm sure that would be a huge Okay, well, I got to ask this because I've been drinking change. sake for a little while now and I got to just ask this question. Do you guys squirt on each other? Nobody's answering. Come on. That nothing. has happened. I was going to ask, <laughs> do you think there's a possibility that at one point it, there could be like another man? that you like because you know wait i I didn't get rachel's answer well i think they they pause so i was just trying to like (laughs) look at us i ask the hard questions okay what it can be edited the pauses can can be edited edited. (laughs) i ask the hard questions here it's not hard questions 
You, you just happened. put your head down. Yes, you didn't answer. Brian, yes. <laughs> so you're you're really aware of your body that much? You know how to squirt too? Yes, but I haven't. Well, we're yes, we're we're working on that right now. We're we're there's a there's a lot to get to know about each other's body. So we're we're getting to know each other's bodies right now. That's awesome. So yeah, you throwing milk on her? No, <laughs> I'm not throwing a glass of milk on her. <laughs> Hey, you say I brought it up, but you're the one that keeps bringing it up well, over and because over. Because it was milk. great. It was great. <laughs> really? <laughs> it has to be almond milk because I don't drink regular milk, so I prefer almond. I actually felt embarrassed afterward. I was like, that's just a dumb thing to say. <laughs> we're just, no we're way. Just that gonna was get, the best. We're really? just going to get one of those squirting dildos. That's all. That's all. That was oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it right. When that popped with up. Milk. I love the so, part about the fact that they heat it up, so it feels real. It feels more. Well. <laughs> so for the listening audience, uh, Demetrius one day sent us a link in our uh, Two and a Half Chicks chat about a squirting dildo, which I thought was just, I'm at work and I pop it open and this is what I see. And I'm just laughing and people are like, what are you laughing at? And obviously I can't tell them about it. But uh, yeah, it was hysterical, and I think do you fill it up with milk? What do you fill it up with? Like somebody at Rachel's work sent her a site, and it was the second time I had heard of it because oh, Bad Dragon, Bad Dragon. Yeah, she had sent us a site, and I was just like, I couldn't stop looking because these dildos were so creative. It was like there's like dragon dildos, there's like bestiality, bestiality then, dildos. There's yeah, and then I'm going through the list, and I'm like, wait, these things squirt too. These dildos, and then. He sent it, and I was like, "Okay, I, this is the second time I've seen this now." But yeah, you can, yeah, you can make your. So own when you guys are when you guys are together and stuff, are you guys ambidextrous with your with your with your partner? Like you are your own self. Can you like yeah. roll to your left and play with the right and play with your left? I think. We, do, do you yeah, both agree that, that like trying to make you guys squirt is really difficult? Dude, I like, was in hard. positions the other night that I didn't think I could possibly be in. Right, but like, like, but Rachel. Then it became like, a challenge. She's like, yeah. I can't come that but Rachel, way. And what I'm, I'm like, saying I think is, you can. When, when when you're trying to get her to the point of squirt, did you feel like you feel like your arm is like completely just drained? No. Oh damn, Tess, you're a miracle worker there. Good. No, she said no for her. No, for I know. Me. That's what I'm saying. Like you must be really uh, responsive no, I, to this. Wait, it's called I dedication, Brian. Oh. <laughs> I put in the yeah. work. I'm doing yeah. finger curls on my break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm getting that tricep. Oh my god! Because for right now, for me, like you know, I mean, it's like I feel like the, like the old wrestlers. I gotta slap the guy's hand to come in and just kind of take over tap for a while. Out. I need <laughs> to tap <laughs> out. Yes. Good oh my god, that's funny. No, I, lift, I was. I lit, Have you ever heard of tongue weights? I do no. that on my spare time. What's a tongue weight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian's gonna get one now. I was like, what's a tongue weight? This is awesome. I thought the tongue weight was just someone sitting on your face. I just... No. I know, act like I'm at the is... dentist all the time, and I keep my mouth pried open so my jaw never gets tired either. <laughs> <laughs> she fakes cavities. This is great. Just for you, Tess. You must have a magical JJ. I must. She's got game. Just, we know that. I got game. All right. I got another question since we're on a roll here. What tastes better? Sperm? Or the JJ juice. I, I was, <laughs> mm. tastes like anything. I, I'm just throwing it out wait, there. Wait, we all know. Like we all know that women have a flavor. Like you, you know that women have sure. a flavor. I don't think semen tastes like anything. Oh, all right. Even after asparagus, go ahead, Rachel. What do you think? 
I haven't I haven't swallowed after asparagus that I'm aware of. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> Rachel, what do you think? Or has it been so long since you forgot what this taste of semen's like? No. What? How long? Hey, Rachel, how, how long's oh. it been? <laughs> I Don't think you're targeting her a little bit. Rachel, after you found out you were bisexual, did you ever go back to being with another male? I have been, yes. Well, how long ago, Rachel? Let's hear this. <laughs> It's okay. You're in a safe space. I don't mind. We you can talk. Uh, when's the last time? Maybe four weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Oh. Well, you're getting the deal. Good for you. And you're saying Kes has game? <laughs> Rachel's got the person. I told you this in the last episode. She's like a truck driver. She probably took that guy's shit. She just took She's it. a truck where do you get that? She's a truck I don't driver. She's just so, she's so like, just so womanly and just so like Fuck the world. I'm taking what I want. I usually am. But, yeah, you know, like, I have to I'm put a- other people's feelings into consideration. <laughs> Not I don't know why I see a softer side of her than that. Rachel, did someone, did someone beat that up? Did you allow them to beat that up? I Brian, you seem targeting Brian, right now. Brian, I allowed a lot of targeting. things to happen. <laughs> You're targeting Rachel right now. I'm just curious. I we know you're getting a D test, but I'm just trying to see if she's getting a D. Our listeners want to know. Yes. <laughs> what about getting, well, Rachel going is back, getting the D. Test, do you yes. think you would ever be interested in another man? I've been there. You have? I've, okay. I've been there with group sex, and it's fucking wonderful. I love Did you hear that sex. confidence in that, Monica? I've been there. I love, I love two men at once. It's amazing. <laughs> I think that the two of you, Rachel and, and Tess, should invite Monica out for a week and just set up a party. <laughs> a party? <laughs> well, and while like it's going on, a, Dee and I like... will do the podcast alone and just and just narrate what's going Brian, on. Brian, it's not like we have a ton of friends that... <laughs> Monica, I'm just going to invite all my other truck drivers over, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I know. Well, Brian, it's not like we run in circles where we have tons of like group sex people. We don't uh, have that. Look, I'm I'm kind of fantasizing this whole thing out. Could you just give all me right, a moment right, here? Well, I'll work with you. Okay, Brian, Rachel- when you come down, we're having group sex. So oh. you just oh, jeez, <laughs> keeping it in the family. I know. I was gonna say I don't know about that. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that, that, that's no. I'm gonna. You know, if worst comes to worst, first cousins. <laughs> Uh, M, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, Rachel's kidding, and I'm going to sit with We're totally Kim kidding, M. <laughs> and watch. We're just going to watch. No, and he's watch. assuming. He's a, there's a watch, Brian. That's your cousin. You that's another watch. assumption no. that women are willing to put on a show for men. But okay. Okay, fair enough. I digress. But but Rachel never answered the question. I want to know which tastes better. Um, Monica, does semen have a taste? I think it does. Yes. What's it taste like? It depends on what the guy eats. Oh, that, I read that. It's fair. Uh-huh. I've tasted it where it's uh, like, uh, <laughs> and I've tasted it where it's like sweet. Oh, so it is bad. Really? Yeah. I think for the me, same, I think the same I is for women though too. Maybe I'm just comparing it to women, but women definitely have a flavor. I think me, me, comparatively men don't for me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm comparing it. I don't know. I think that they both have a flavor. Flavor of the month. Pineapple. <laughs> That's what everybody says. Pineapple seems to be the popular I never uh, sweetness that. of choice. Oh, it's because it's so sugary, but it could be any sugar, really. Actually, it has an enzyme in it that actually purifies the pH level in both male and females. 
Oh, uh, okay. So this is, wow. Ooh, we're getting thank medical. You, yes, you're welcome. We also, hey, since we're on the topic, pineapple also has an enzyme in it that actually helps you repress re- coughs. Yes, it does. Pineapple does. Yes. Well, give me some pineapple. Yes. Oh, you can have as purposes, much as you Rachel. want. You can have as much as you want. Why well, is it going to make me taste all, better? You can eat a whole pineapple. Is that what you're saying? It's going to make me taste better? It'll just be either extra sweet. All right, then. Let's so when you guys more. are done, do you guys cuddle up and everything and just, like, talk about... I actually oh, yeah. punch her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> She's a trucker. Right, Rachel? Because you're a trucker? Yeah. <laughs> That was unexpected. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. How do you feel when she punches you in the face, Tess? That's horrible. She's not the fuck out, Brian. So how did she know? <laughs> I'm You're sending a bad example I, for our young I have listeners. No, I have no words. I'm speechless at the moment. Even though our demographic is 45 to 65, you're setting a bad example for people trying to figure this out. Do you cuddle afterwards? Do you tell each other how great it was? Of course we cuddle. Of course we cuddle. When you're with yeah. your guy, Tess, when you're with when you're with Tim, like, does you guys just roll over and pass out? No, we cuddle too. Just as much. Uh, it's just different. I don't know. I don't think it matters, Brian. It. Brian, if yeah. you're a person that likes to Brian, cuddle, if you sex, met your cousin already, she doesn't you're like comparing the two. I well, don't fair compare. Enough. Yeah, she doesn't like different. to compare. Well, I don't think that was a bad comparison. I didn't ask whose dick was bigger. <laughs> she doesn't. I just, asked, I just no. asked, do you like to cuddle with one? <laughs> she she said, <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Rachel Sayers. I'm just saying, because like, I know when me and Em are done, we cuddle for a couple minutes, but then it's like, roll over and let me go to bed. You know, do you guys cuddle a little longer? I think it, but Brian, I think it depends on the person. If Monica, let the, matter, let the bisexuals answer this question. It depends on, it's not a bisexual thing. It's a personal thing. If it, you like to cuddle for a long time, then that's what you're going to do it no matter who you're with. Monica, I told you how much I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the person. It depends on the type of sex you have. It depends on how tired you are. It depends on a lot of fucking shit. It's not really just, you know, men versus women. But women generally, yeah, they spend a lot more time. All right, that's fair. I feel like I was being attacked there, but okay. <laughs> I think you're strong enough. <laughs> Just kidding. Monica, you got you got another question for them? Uh I think I did. I gotta have to open up my phone again. Uh I think they answered my last question. It was how comfortable are you now letting people know your sexuality? Oh, I don't care. I I say it loud. I'm bi and I'm proud. Do you have a shirt for that? No, I should. All right, because I gotta say, I'm looking through my questions too. I think the last question I had, apart from like, I feel stupid asking these stupid questions now because we, I learned that you guys squirt on each other. I don't even know what to ask anymore. But anyway, what are the, (laughs) I said one of the questions I asked was, what are the benefits of bisexuality apart from the obvious? Like the obvious being, you know, it's, you know, you get the, a reprieve from the dick. Why do we, well, we don't, we don't need a reprieve from the dick. It's just. I'm just asking. It's just an additional type of experience. I don't know. For me, okay, we were talking earlier about women's bodies being more beautiful, right? Like, or looking at women's bodies. When I go out nowadays, or probably ever since I've been bisexual or even before, 
when I when I'm at a bar or a restaurant or whatever, when I look around, I am attracted to way more women than men. But I think that's just because you can see you can see <laughs> what you like about a woman's body a lot more than you can see what you like about a man's body in clothing. Like what you like about a man's body is pretty hidden when it's in clothing. And with women, you can see their jeans on their ass, their curves, their cleavage. You can see a lot more. So I just, I don't know. When I'm out and about, I find myself looking at women more than men. Me too. I think I'm a lesbian. Yeah, 100%. I'm definitely, a. you're definitely a lesbian trapped in a man's body. Yes, but I I'm, am. <laughs> I am. But like, you know, if you if you see me watching movies with, you know, guys in their bodies or male strippers or anything like that. I'm magic Mike. I'm there. I'm definitely <laughs> into it. Magic Mike. Thunder from see, down yeah, under. It's crazy. I whatever. watch magic Mike for the, for, for to, to <laughs> see the dude dance because I'm trying to pick up some moves. Okay. Brian, I don't watch you. it for you Brian, know, I'll it. I'll teach like, you some moves when you come down here. Oh. <laughs> She's a good dancer. I'm a horrible. Gonna, I'm a total. I told gonna, you already. Everybody knows me. My knows, first lap dance. I am the white dancer. I got the safe zone, right? I like like in Hitch. I got white man two inches to the right, the white two man inches overbite. to the right, left. Yeah. Yep, that's it. I got it. Yeah. You do the Q-tip. Yep. You do, that, you whatever the, the Q-tip cart, is, throw it away. Throw it away. Sure. Q-tip. Throw it away. Sure. Whatever the most basic moves are, I got them. Do you want to hear the cool question I asked Tess the other day? I said, "Do you think that you would get turned on by a woman giving you a lap dance?" What did I say? What did you, you say, said, Tess? I don't know. Oh, Maybe. she said, would it, didn't you say, would it actually make you wet? Yes. Oh. And I said, I, I'm going to have to try it. I don't know. I said, I know it would turn me on because I've got this visual thing. Challenge like accepted. By, like a voyeur thing. So here's my but dilemma like, here. But I'm, I'm like, would it, turn, would it make me wet? We're going to have to try it. I got to listen to my cousin talk about this stuff. Like if this was Rachel and some other woman talking about oh, this. Oh, like you're suffering. <laughs> poor Brian. Oh, poor Brian. Poor Brian. We feel so bad. Life's so rough for you, Brian. Well, my point being is if it weren't Rachel and my cousin, I'd be like, well, you, do you need someone to video this? No, oh, I you see know, what proof? you're like, you know, Fair like, enough. What's going on? Fair enough. Well, I, I do have a little bit more questions. Something you guys talked about at the beginning, you kind of touched upon it. I love penis hearing how people meet. Well, yeah, I do love that. I do. I do. But Shoulders, I don't want to talk chest. about that right now. Yes, the, the chest and the abs. But uh, like, give, can you give more description of how you guys met, how you guys got together? Because I, I love human romantic. We met at a, I can't say because we're trying not to use names. We met at a music show where my husband was playing. And she came with a friend of a friend. So she came with somebody that was a mutual friend. It was my best friend. Was a friend of a friend someone that you were with? No. What? Her, Rachel. Were you with that I came with my best guy friend. Okay, gotcha. Who was a friend of a friend. I thought you said she came on somebody. I'm sorry. No. (laughs) Who was somebody that I know. And so she came to the show and for some reason I was started talking to her, which is out of character for me i'm usually were you drinking and... Tess? not much no i had only had a beer, right so no. because i was thinking if you were drinking that's not out of character for you you're right but i wasn't i had only had a okay, beer that i enough. had nursed so no i wasn't drinking wasn't under the influence of influence of alcohol but somehow we were like all having a good time we were on the dance floor and we were just chatting and i had i was talking to her about um 
I don't know, just attractions to somehow attractions to females. I'm not going to go into any detail here. But uh, and then we found out somehow in talking that she was also attracted to females. And I was like, well, what are I kind of asked, like, do you, you know, like, I don't know how I worded it. But something about do you go Were that you way? Leading the witness. I was test? leading the witness. I was like, are you kind of like, do Fair you enough. do you go that way? Or I don't, are you into both? I think I might have asked her. And she she answered that she was. And I thought, oh, shit, she lives in my city. She's a bisexual person. Like, like she's got teenage kids just like I do. I don't have a lot of friends like that. Like, so I like on the dance floor, I just like picked up my phone, put on, opened up my contacts. And I said, here, give me your number. We'll meet for a drink sometime. And she, you missed the we part are, about see, me touching folks, her we hair. are related. Well, I haven't gotten there related yet. related to me. <laughs> so I, so I asked her for a number and she put her number in and I thought we would just get together later and have a drink, get to know each other. I was looking for like-minded people because I don't have any, but somehow between that point and of course she was, she was. A little bit touchy with me that night, which she said is out of character for her, right? Yeah, she's nodding. Okay. Rachel, did it feel chemical? Did it feel like a chemical reaction? It's funny because I hadn't been with anyone for three years before that. And I literally wasn't even there, like, to... Yeah. Wait, Bryce, stop. Time Wait a minute. Out. Time out. You weren't with <laughs> anybody for three he's years? He's not letting that go. Nope, he's not. Three years. You went yep. three years as, like, celibate for three years. She's Louise. So she was prime. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Somehow between the that point and the end of the show, I don't like I don't know, we just had a lot of fun or something because at the end of the show I brought her up to Tim and introduced her to Tim and I said, I met my spirit animal. Oh. Yeah. And, and I think from that night that? on, I started calling her a unicorn. A unicorn. Well, I don't no, sp- unicorn's not my spirit animal. I just started calling her a unicorn because it's hard to find Another bisexual woman who lives in my town, who I have stuff in common with. Like, we just, the more we talked, she was, she was a self-proclaimed inappropriate person, which I love. Like, I love people who are just like, you know, say what they think. Don't worry about how it's going to land. She was like, she was like sexual and like, I just. She is definitely the female Yeah, right? Of me, so I, I just get. got to know. And we get along Brian. so well. Brian, let's be real. She wanted the JJ. <laughs> she wanted the vajayjay. I didn't I that night. I wasn't it, even Rachel. thinking about it that night. But but Tess, I will have to say, I've I'm been not to lying. your town. I'm not I've fucking lying. To, I've That's been to where you live multiple times. And I got to tell you, Tess, there's probably a lot of women in your town. Yeah, but it's not vajayjay. easy to, like, they don't, there's <laughs> no way you can, you can't They're find hidden, it. though. Like it's They're not, in a closet. it's not clear. Fair like, enough. To meet somebody and find that out in one conversation, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. No, it's 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 magical when it does. So happen, feel right? that chemistry because it's it's hard to find chemistry. After you, so after you guys found that chemistry and thing, how long did it take for you guys to start going down on each other? Well, we had we had some trips scheduled, so we got to. In, it would have happened the we, first night. We had some. We had some. We had some circumstances you, to, to to deal with, and we had some trips scheduled. So we didn't we didn't get together right away. It was several weeks. Like. Mushroom trips no, like or regular, like regular physically physical, distance. No, she like was in on one vacation. state. I was in a different state. Okay. Like those kinds of trips. So we didn't really get together okay. until the end of June. That was like mid-May that we met. I even tr- I even dangled a carrot in front of her before I left to go to Hawaii, and I was like, um, because we hadn't even kissed. Wait, yet. wait, wait, wait. Like, a month and a half, and you didn't even kiss? No, we didn't see each other. We were getting to know oh. each other on the phone, but she right. did. She did try well, to. What was the carrot? What you didn't even ask her what the carrot was. No, it wasn't the carrot. 
What for oh, JJ sorry. wasn't the carrot. The carrot. <laughs> the carrot was trying to get her to come kiss you me left. before, oh. or me come to sorry, her. Sorry, I do me. remember the story because I texted I, him about it. Yes, she did text me. About I texted this. And what Brian did I tell about you, Tess? You what said did I go for you? it. Brian said go for it. Thank you, Brian. At least somebody was supporting you. I was like, what It didn't matter, though, did it? Go. No, I was strong. Oh, God, that is so funny. I totally remember that. Yep. She calls it strong. I call it stubborn. <laughs> Rachel, I had my reasons, and you know what they were. So, respect. <laughs> I wasn't being stubborn. I was being respectful. I respect both your sides of this story. I haven't tried Tyler. What if I crash into a plane and you never saw but she me? she tried hard. <laughs> she tried <laughs> hard. Oh, my God. I respect good your one. eyes. Respect the effort. That was good. good for you, good truck effort. driver. Thank you. Good for you. <laughs> but you know what? The thing is, is like, I wouldn't even have thought twice if it was just a fucking sexual encounter. Like, but I knew this wasn't going to be just a sexual encounter. No. And I remember, Tess, if I may, and you can edit this out if you don't want me to talk about this. But I remember you being a little bit like curious and cautious all at the same time and telling me like, I really. Like I wrote to person. him and I said, I met <laughs> you know, I just. I never say that. Yeah, yes, I she did. I yes, met someone. I met and the way I said it got Ooh. his attention. And I didn't even text back. Yeah. I just called. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, got to give it to me. What you got? What you got? Monica, to answer your question, it it took, I don't know if that was your question. Your question was, how do we meet? But I, it took us, I think it was like maybe six weeks, five or six weeks. So from the time we met to the time we got together. We did get together one night for dinner before we went on our trips. And that was kind of like, that was a big night for us. And you want to know what she said? Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I want to go down on Monumental. you. Yeah, I want to know. She looked in the back of my truck and she said, wow, you have a really big back seat. And I was like, if <laughs> I had, like, was, I, <laughs> she said I, I think was I dying. went myself. I oh, sat I there and like, I was if, like, well, if I had a nickel for every time oh. someone said that. Is that your trucker voice? <laughs> That was my trucker voice. <laughs> I think it's funny how Monica says, I like to hear about people's stories. Meanwhile, we go to watch movies and stuff together. And she's so unresponsive to the saddest and like most romantic parts. I used to tell her all the time, you have fake. no emotions. But she wants to hear about everybody's because romantic story. Yeah, because that's fake. This is real. That's oh, why it's damn. more important. Don't you dare tell me that The Greatest Showman was fake. <laughs> La La Land was not fake, okay? Please don't tell me that Debbie Does Dallas was fake. <laughs> if you tell me that, I'm just slamming the phone. That That's it. We're done. We're done. I can't be friends with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, we. It's been, um, it's been an up and down ride for us. We've had a lot of, a lot of, yeah, literally. Yeah, we've had a lot of stuff. Stuff to deal with. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of up and down. Okay, I'm going to ask another question, and you guys could totally not answer it, and we can edit it out. We know, Brian. In a bisexual relationship. You like men and women. You're married, Tess. You got three people involved. Any involvement what's going the question? on? I don't get the question. You mean what's the okay. what's the involvement? You have a husband. Three of us? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Is there any involvement? And you don't have to answer. Um, right now, <laughs> Brian, Brian really wants that answer. His face. Rachel dis- Rachel disappeared from the answer. screen. Please I just answer. noticed yeah, that Rachel fell off her chair. Screen, so oh, I don't know hi. if she's leaving that up to me or what she's doing. <laughs> That's all you. Um, 
I'm letting you have this one. Right now, You're welcome. I mean, I'll just say that right now, Rachel and I are concentrating on our relationship, but there is a really good okay. connection between her and Tim, and we're going to see where that goes. But we are we are all, all right. open Fair to enough. the possibilities, but we are taking it slow because it's a big change in uh, Tim and I's relationship. So oh, yeah, it's a huge step. I think that uh, right now the the this started with her and I, and that's kind of where our focus is. But um, there's yeah, there's a connection there that we are all open to exploring, but we're taking our time with it so that we don't, you know, so that we we handle it with care. Good for you. But I'm not gonna. Spot, I'm but, not gonna say that we. Know, I'm not gonna say that we haven't know. had fun. Is that okay to say, Rachel? Yes. They done did it. Everybody. <laughs> they done did it together. All three of them did it. Ay Dios mío! Ay Dios mío! I plead the fifth. She's just being respectful of my comfort zone. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. Answer. I, listen to guys. Listen. I want to tell you. This is one of my favorite episodes, okay? And I am so proud of the both of you, okay, for for sharing your stories and for finding what you guys have. It's like a real connection. I see you guys together. It's a real connection. You know, I kind of like her just a little bit. Just a little bit. I kind of like like her. her We have to like each other this much to do the growth that we're doing. Like we were it's worth it to us. But to, like, you know, the steps that we've come from the beginning of this podcast to where we are now is a world apart. And I am completely proud of you, Tess, Rachel, Monica, all of you. But Rachel, thank you once again for, for showing you, up Rachel. on thank our show. Thank you very much for coming uh, on the show. Thank yes. you, Tess and Rachel. This it was yes, awesome. Tess, great. It was thank you for opening up. This is wonderful. Great. Monica, thank you for coming up with yes. great questions. It was wonderful. You very had some good really questions. good questions. Oh, thank I you. wish they were a little more dirty, but that's you. <laughs> so anyway. You made up for it, Brian. Indeed, you made up for it. Thanks for putting up with us. Yeah, you made up for it, Brian. All right. We hope you enjoyed listening to this candid discussion as much as we enjoyed recording it. Thanks to Dee, our producer, for being the man behind the podcast and keeping us going. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback from today's episode, email us at 2.5chickspod at gmail.com. If you know anyone that may benefit from today's discussion, please refer them to the podcast. Remember, you can always be a guest on our show. Bring an idea to talk about and bring your personality. Use your real name or make something up. We love guests. Also, remember, follow us on Instagram, 2.5chicks, and keep coming back for more. From all of us at Two and a Half Chicks, we wish you a happy and healthy holiday season and a happy new year. Bye. Bye.